By the way, I've got something cool I want to show you to open up this episode, Crispy. Okay, go on. Do you see, do you see this box? I do see a here. box that says Spider-Man. What, what, what does it say? Spider-Man. Oh, it, says, it says Spider-Man. Do you think, what do you think is going to be inside it? A Spider-Man, perhaps? Well, you're wrong. Let's guess again. You get one more free guess. Well, a, a green goblin? What's that, baby? Oh, it's us! Oh, wow! Oh. It's us, baby! <laughs> Look what? what I had shipped from the lovely Maisie, a.k.a. Barney the Cockapoo's mom. That it's is ridiculous. That is so cool. I know. Oh, my dogs. goodness. So, you know, I mean, we should explain context, but we'll do, we'll do that in a minute. We'll do that in a minute after the uh, intro, but... Look at that! I didn't. Look I didn't realize they were they were on like the way to you. They're so good. Wow! They're so, I can't even tell you. We'll we'll get into it. But uh, I'm gonna leave it to Doll Troy. I have no idea how the audio quality is gonna be here. But Doll Troy is saying, "Roll the intro." <laughs> Beautiful. So ro- roll it. Roll, 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 roll it. Hello and welcome back to Who's There, a Doctor Who podcast, a show where two Who-tubers talk about the best show in all of time and space, Doctor Who. I'm one of your hosts, Crispy Pro, and joining me, as per always, is the one, the only, the delightful Troy Red Archer Live. How are you? I'm happier now that you got the intro right, because you went to do it a second ago and went, hello everyone, Crispy Pro here, and I was he's like, make, uh... He's making false accusations there. No, it's False not. accusations. It's live erasure. You know, it's erasure. live erasure. I don't mm. appreciate it. I don't appreciate right. like, like this tattoo fading on my arm. Like I, I put another one of the tattoos. I saw that. And I was like, oh, what has Troy got there? Yeah, it's faded off. It's the little mini Ellie tattoo. We need to get some more ordered. Actually, I think I'm going to do Ellie again for oh. Liverpool Comic Con, which, by the way, is uh, in one week from the time this episode going out. Oh Christ! So, uh, Troy and Matt Smith coming soon. Oh my! Wow. Yeah. I'm going to walk up to him and go, have sex, have sex. And that's what's demonetized. There we go. Cool. <laughs> that's so, the um... <laughs> first minute of the podcast. Yeah, exactly. I think we might just pull it off with the intro music in there. It's fine. Yeah, it but right. yes, welcome back to the show. And now with Troy and Crispy Dolls in the background of my room Hello. for a limited time only. Hello, lads. I'm going to I'm gonna work out somewhere to put my doll in a permanent fixture. As you can tell, my room's been a mess for about two or three months. I'm finally starting to tidy it up. It's called having too much stuff. I'm actually selling pops, Crispy. Can you believe it? I never pops. thought I would hear the words. I know. Never I know. thought I would hear the words. But it by lightsabers then, doesn't it? Because It's, just, it's yeah. just a little economy you have going in that room. Exactly. It's it just is. A little, but I'm, I'm making more from selling than I'm spending, and that's what matters, right? Correct. That isn't true whatsoever, but it doesn't matter. That's my goal. <laughs> that's my what goal. you should do. It's what I should be doing. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so I'm going to get the doll sent out to Crispy, but we have to, again, give a shout out to uh, Maisie, a.k.a. Barney the Cockapoo's mom, uh, Rosie the Cockapoo's Legend. mom. She's got a couple of cockapoos, um, yeah. but she's a lovely person. She knitted these dolls and sent them to me about, oh, I don't even know now, a month, two months ago over Discord. She sent pictures and said, I've made these. Can we get the shipment arranged? And it took a bit of doing. She sent it one way and then it didn't work. In fact, I'll tell you a funny story. She went to send it to a supermarket for me to mm. pick it up. Because obviously, you know, you've got to protect our location as a podcaster. Of course. And the first first place that the delivery guy tried to deliver it to was at a Tesco. They just didn't take the parcel in. Oh. Like, there was no one there to take it in. So the photo that the delivery driver took to show that no one took it in was just a picture of an empty cashier, cashier's desk. <laughs> it's just like, all right then. All so right. we worked around it. But anyway, I got a lovely card in it from uh, Maisie. And I thought I'd just read it out. I hope she doesn't oh. mind me reading it out. Because um, I thought it was lovely. It's got, It's got... It's got a dog on it. Look at that. Oh, that is adorable. There, there is one for you, Crispy, so I'll get you to read yours out when you get yours. Is there um, actually one wrote, for me? 
Yeah, look, it's... See it in there? In oh the my goodness. It's signed to you. I've knocked wow. the dolls over just to show you that. They are now lying on their backs. Uh, just like I'm going to be after this. That sounds wrong. I meant asleep, but it doesn't matter. I've, I, anyway, that's where so, I thought you were going. You, 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 oh, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Let's be careful, family <laughs> friendly. So uh, Maisie said, hi, Troy. Happy belated birthday to the podcast. Thank you for a year's work of Grey's Entertainment and all the effort that you put in. Please enjoy your crochet doll, but be aware the headphones are pinned so they can be removed. So mind your fingers. Thanks again, Maisie, a.k.a. Barney the Cockapoo's mum, a.k.a. Rosie the Cockapoo's mum, a.k.a. Cockapoo's on a carousel. Spot the pattern. Wow. So... That is... There is a pattern there. There is a pattern. But yeah, so I don't know how easy it is to see. Yes, round of applause for Maisie. You can... Uh, actually, you can on the camera. There's that You can see pins in the headphones. I have not dared remove them. I don't want to. They're perfect as they are. But in theory, I could take the headphones off. But I mean, me without headphones? I don't, I've, never, podcast, I've never seen you. I, don't, I think they're a part of your identity to me. Yeah, it's like I'd be naked if I didn't wear Exactly. Headphones. Exactly. Yeah. Be strange. Which now makes me want to take them off just purely for the bit, so... <gasps> oh my gosh! Troy, I'm gonna get your audio so demonetized. There. I could hear how shocked you were. <laughs> so demonetized. Troy has ears. There. We Can't are getting demonetized the, very, the very reveal. early for free. Um, <laughs> yeah. So there you go. So thank you very much, mate. Thank you. Uh, love you very much for that. Legend. Very much appreciated. And crispy. Let's get that shipment sorted to you soon. Yeah. Straight to 42 Wallaby Way, Sydney. Oh, I wasn't isn't, supposed to isn't say that. Isn't Watson Gromit's thing 42 West Wallaby Street? Or am I going crazy? Is it? I'm immediately veering off. Uh, I love Wallace and Gromit. They're very, very cool. Um, they're the wrong trousers, lad. The wrong trousers. Me when I put the wrong pants on. It's the wrong trousers, Gromit. Great. Sorry. So, um, <laughs> terrible joke aside, today we are talking about Series 14. <laughs> what? What? There's a what? new series of Doctor Who coming out? Is, is, is there? It's a while away. It's crazy. It's crazy. But uh, we want to talk about who we think slash who we want will be writing the eight episodes in Rusty Davies' first mm. series returning as showrunner, starring Shooty Gatwa and Millie Gibson. And speaking of, before our news, Crispy, I've got a fun little game for you. Oh, it's okay. Not even, it's not even a game per se. It's more just a little readout. So I'm going to give credit to at uh, Yusmin Khan on uh, on Twitter for nice. sharing this. Sammy, um, they they found Millie Gibson's Letterboxd uh, profile. Uh, if you don't know what Letterboxd is, it's a website where you can log in and basically review movies. And some of them will be really high detailed and you're like, you're reviewing for, you know, who culture or something, you know, you know, who culture, you know, crispy, you know, you know. I'm filming for them them today as well, actually. Memes. Mm. Some of them can be memes. You recorded something for them today? Mm Mm-hmm. Oh, what was it? Can you spoil it? Uh, oh, no. (laughs) podcast and we were at number one? I don't think so. Can't say, can't say anything. But if we were at number one, maybe... We're definitely in the wow. top ten. He's already betrayed the podcast of Who Culture. He won't even tell us the podcast was number one. Disgraceful. Anyway, so I just thought I'd, I'd ring, read out a couple of them. Um, so, <laughs> just a couple that I thought were quite funny. Uh, so, Glass Onion and Knives Out Mystery. Mm-hmm. Her review of that film, she gave it three stars and said, mm-hmm. I want to try Jeremy Renner's hot sauce. That's good. Can you? Which is can a great you, review of that film. If you haven't seen that film, it does sum it up very well. Uh, <laughs> can you read out the review, and I have to try and guess the film she's talking about? I, you're never, you're never gonna get any of these. I don't think. Okay, you can okay. Do it if you want to. Just let's, read it. Let's first. try okay. it. Um, four and a half stars. Uh, all right. Dot dot. Gay. Oh. You're never gonna guess this film. <laughs> there's th- never gonna guess it, and then there's never gonna guess it. I've got, I've, I've got no idea. I couldn't tell you. Shaun of the Dead. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. Gosh, I'm I liking Millie Gibson by the minute. She's funny. Yeah. 
And this one, I'm not going to get you to play along because I think it's absolutely hilarious. Mm. Uh, there is a film from 2013 called Begin Again. Mm-hmm. She gave it four stars. <laughs> You're going to love this caption. The only film I can stand James Corden being in. Wow. Wow. <laughs> I was go. just liking That's Billy Gibson and now she offends see, my entry to Doctor I Who. did that whole thing just for that one review. Just to... Okay. If you thought that was a shaky segment of the podcast, that was why. That it was, was all it. leading to that, that moment. It. But yeah, so shout out Millie Gibson's Letterbox profile. Shout out Millie Gibson. I wish more Doctor Who cast members had Letterbox profiles and didn't meme replies like that. Be great. Be very great. Anyway, so Crispy, we've got yeah, a mate. poll. We've got some news before we get into our main topic. What are we doing first? Uh, maybe, 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 maybe. Notice how he's saying maybe until he finds, maybe, finds the news bong. Maybe, like he seems scrolling. Maybe, <laughs> he's looking maybe, for it. Maybe, he's looking for maybe. it. Oh my gosh! That took you way too long. It's because, what happened? No, it, it, it like it was in preview mode, and then I had to put it to live, and then it was muted. And the, anyway, people that was the news thing. The tech specs, you know, they just wanted you to be good at this, and you're not good at this. It's episode fifty-two. Speak, Get good. Speaking of things that people uh, don't care about, I've got some news for you regarding <laughs> regarding. Oh no! Regarding, oh no! Regarding uh, our our like podcast hosting platform. Riverside, they're going to have like a massive update tomorrow. So this might be the last time it looks like this. So oh. I don't. Yeah, I thought you were going to be talking about our main news feature. Oh no! <laughs> I was like, oh. why, is, why is that funny? Why is that funny? No, 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 no because no. that's what everyone's been saying. I on know. Twitter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. <laughs> Can so we go, go with the original joke that that's what you were saying? Yeah, uh, for sure. Because I found that for funnier. Sure. <laughs> yeah, okay. go. What's our news, crispy? Well. Uh, the, the first bit of news is that Doctor Who have announced a uh, a trans the next trans media thing where it's crossing over comics and audio and games and all the rest of it called Doomsday. And to say the reception has been mixed would be an understatement. Troy, you haven't seen the the official promo clip, have you? No. So to give people a bit of context, because um, as I as I said the last of us episode, and I always like to think this is my audience. My, I think my target audience is my mom. What does my mum know about this? And mm-hmm. she hasn't got a blooming clue what I'm talking about. So, for context for everyone who doesn't already know, uh, last was it last year or two years ago? Now, two years ago, I feel I think like it's. I think it's. Was... I think it started in 2020 and then went on to 2021. Right. Okay. So there was a multimedia, multi-platform story called Time Lord Victorious that spanned across some novels, some comics, audio dramas, and also Doctor Who Time Fracture, the live theatre thing and in London. Escape was rooms tied into it. And escape rooms. Well, mm. I went to Time Fracture and I didn't even really. I think there was a bit of like Gallifrey and stuff, but having no. not really followed the story, I didn't get any of that. I just enjoyed it, the experience for what it was, which is a good way to do it. Good. But they do this big overall story, and it was meant to explore a bit more about the Tenth Doctor's kind of darker side from Waters of Mars, where he was just kind of like, "I'm the last Time Lord. I'll do what I want. Screw the rest of you." And it was trying to explore that more. I don't know what I, I. I'll tell you one thing that sums it up. I don't know a single person who followed every single thing from that multi-platform story there was just too much there is a graphic that showed you how to follow the exact story there were like 20 or 30 things on it and i don't know about you this is coming from someone who breeds the mcu i'm not following that much stuff it's not (laughs) happening i liked quantum mania you still won't make me follow all the stuff for time lord victorious okay Mm. it's not happening which by the way i watched quantum mania again last week while i was on holiday my friend we both loved it so uh screw you all the quantum mania haters um show us more of modok's backside please um anyway so no, let's not do that. So they're doing another one of these Time of Victoria stories called Doomsday. And I'm just going to say right now, the first thing they did wrong, <laughs> I'm just going to point this out, was teasing it the day before and saying tomorrow with a big, like, Doomsday countdown thing. Correct. I, I'm sorry. What? No. The last the- time they did that was when they released a 60th trailer. Mm. 
and they wonder why people reacted badly because people get excited and to be fair if you assumed it meant matt smith was coming back then you were reaching to <laughs> like that would just be dropped out of nowhere but they hyped it up to be this big thing that was being re- released tomorrow and then they put out this video now i haven't seen this announcement video of one minute explaining what's going on i have however seen jack reeves of the who community doing a mock version of it so i've got a bit of an idea um so i'm gonna watch it right now cut out the minute and then tell you what i think of this clip because from what i've heard it's not good it's It's not good and we are positive people so we're gonna try and put a positive edge on it but yeah here we go baby let's give it a watch and uh, and let's snap to have me having seen it in three two one go So, um, that was a thing. Yeah. So, what it basically is, is Puss in Boots, The Last Wish, but Doctor Who. <laughs> yeah, I, I really yeah. want, like, that death that's following her to be that yeah. wolf in Puss in Boots. <laughs> that, I would, that would make the series for me, if I'm honest. So, Doom is, some, is the universe's greatest assassin, and literal death is chasing her down, and in 24 hours, no matter where she is, it will kill her. So, it's Mummy on the Orient Express... Uh, adapted into Puss in Boots The Last Wish, basically. Um, Essentially, yeah. Very, yeah. Um, It was, the video was not great. I mean, you can tell that the Disney Plus budget did not stretch because, wow, that green screen. People had to go at the green screen in in No Way Home. And and, (laughs) I know it's different budgets, but you couldn't notice it in No Way Home. You can notice it there. It's just, it's a strange thing. And I think I'm actually going to make a video on it today, Troy. So it'll probably be out by this, this point. But I including think, my reaction, saying that was a thing. <laughs> well, that's a thing. Um, but I, I think it's a very strange move for them. I'm, I'm not like against the idea of doing this whole multimedia, different types of media thing. I think it's quite no. a cool idea. And I think they said the premise of it is that you know every story will be one hour within the 24 hours of this adventure. So essentially, mm-hmm. there'll be 24 stories, which I'm like, so oh, it's, okay. It's- 24 <laughs> cross yeah, with Puss in Boots Last Wish cross with Mummy on the Orient Express equals the world's greatest obsession exactly um, but I, yeah. I I think it's um, yeah as you said this, the single silliest thing they did in this was the marketing for it unfortunately because I think it's a strong concept I think it's a pretty cool concept mm. um, and I'm sure that the, you know the talent attached to it is great like there are a lot of um, like really credible um, companies working on this, but they one they should not have released that teaser, as you said, that was a very silly thing and hyped us, you know, all the way up. And then the second thing was just the way they've made that trailer. It, like I saw some of the comments saying, "Oh, like this this looks very like CBBS," you know, it's just it's ridiculous. And I looked at the YouTube dislikes for it. And it's got more dislikes than likes, so I think that might have looked, like realized now that oh maybe we maybe we had a misstep there. What are you laughing at? I'm just laughing. I was looking through the Twitter replies while oh, you were talking, oh, and it's just a video of Harry Hill sat at a desk going, "No, you're all right." <laughs> it's just it's from TV Burp. I miss TV Burp. Anyone, any UK listeners remember TV Burp? Oh, that was that was one of the best programs when I was a kid. I love that. I've just sent you the video. I'm just looking oh, through. You. Someone said, don't watch Doctor Who very often, but I will definitely watch this one. Uh, and someone replied saying, you are very easily impressed or lying and got triple the likes. Yikes. Um, was the budget for this 70p? Oh, dear God. Why did I read the replies? Yeah, the, the replies. There's no there's no mercy. But I will say, Suze Kempner, I think is how you say her name, who is yeah. playing Doom, she's in on it. She's absorbed. And you can oh, tell yeah. she's putting her like whole 100% into it. She loves being a part of Doctor Who. She's made that quite clear, announcing this whole thing. Mm. So, 
I'm sure the stuff will come out of it is good, but it's not just had a rocky start, is all I'll say. Yeah, absolutely, yeah, you know? unfortunately. But it's a shame, because be the, the, the to... first trailer for Time Lord Victorious was, like, mm. so, like, like really, really it's cool. Like a Dalek that, yeah, the animated, space, animated Dalek, yeah. I was like, ooh, yeah. that's cool. But this, like, I think I saw um, George Sheard suggest on Twitter, they were like, oh, you know, they could have done something, like, even, like, less, like, have less money, but make it look like a... Uh, a found footage type thing like just you know it's just the execution yeah. of it and just standing in front of a, a green screen and the you know the rendering not being like great and all this talk of you know disney pouring money into it it, it obviously hasn't come through and a lot of people are saying oh you know has, has chibnall stayed on which i think is a very mean thing to say but anyway oh yeah that's just stupid i mean <laughs> era is the best looking year of doctor who exactly the ball. but like the thing is, I think obviously with this being multimedia, it's, there's no TV episodes. You should make that clear with a multimedia mm. story. There won't be tied to any kind of TV. It's everything but TV, basically. Um, so I don't think Disney ha- has a touch in this. So any kind of budget increases from them is not going to be touching Doomsday no. at all. Um, the only Doomsday I want to be watching though is Series Two, Episode Thirteen. Correct. Uh, and on that note, we're going to move on. But if anyone is planning to watch everything or listen to everything regarding Doomsday, please do let us know. Um, I know that one of our listeners, our, our old listeners, Minusich, uh, said that he followed the Time Lord Victorious thing a little bit, but mainly read the two novels that came out, and they contained the bulk of the story. Right. Everything else was different perspectives and fallout and that kind of thing. So, oh. like, if that's the case, they should market it like that for Time Lord Victorious, and they should have marketed it and said, these are the main things, everything else is around it, because I felt that would have made it more accessible. So if they do that mm. this time around for Doomsday and go, these are the things with the main bulk of the story... If, you, if you're trying to get into it, follow that, then that'd be good. Because as far as I'm concerned, I know I've said I bought a lightsaber, but like I'm not going to be buying a bunch of big finished audio dramas, a bunch of books, a bunch of comics to try and follow a story that's going to have so many parts, it's going to be hard to keep up yeah. with. Do you know what I mean? Mm. It's, you know. But no, people agree. will. And I really do want to know what people think of it. So if anyone's planning to follow the whole thing through, please let us know. It'd be really please. cool to, to find out. Let us know yeah. in the comments below. And heck, while you're there, leave a subscribe. Thank you so yeah. much. And and that was our clip for this week. If I actually make a video clip this week, I haven't made one for a few weeks. It's fine. That'd, okay? that'd be a right. fun clip. That'd be a fun clip. It would be a fun clip. A mm. full debate on it to get people's opinions. Mm. But uh, Crispy, should we move on to the polls and uh, and go on from there? Yeah, for sure, for sure. Oh, let's do it. Oh, what was that? There's more news. More news. Yeah, it's just, this is just some personal news. Um, so do you remember how la like last year I played uh, a thing called the Shrek Rave? Oh no. Guess who booked a gig at the Shrek Rave too? Yeah. Oh, oh wow, it's yeah. far, far away. Far, far away, baby. It's going to be so much fun. If you don't do some kind of remix involving Jennifer Saunders' cover of I Need a Hero, oh, you mate, failed. I've already got it. I've already... It's like I've, oh, I found beautiful. a really cool um, remix and I did like a little bit of like a mashup thing. And my... Go- it, I'll send it to you. It slaps and it brings the Mixed house down. Mixed up with down. Seabat. <laughs> with- <laughs> I'll see what I can do. Um, if you don't get that joke, trust me, it's better that you don't. Um oh, but yeah. But yeah. Also, there is more news, Crispy. We're stupid. Oh. Ring that bell. Unit spin-off, all but confirmed. Unit spin-off, all but confirmed. Thank you so um, much, all passengers. Please by... remain inside the vehicle. Yeah, please keep your arms and legs <laughs> inside the vehicle until it has come to a complete stop. Thank you. Um, it hasn't been confirmed officially by Doctor Who, but it's been reported no. by several prominent leakers in the community that a unit spin-off is all but happening, with Gemma Redgrave leading it. Uh, this is where I pretend to be shocked because I didn't see this coming in any way, shape or form. But nonetheless, it is very exciting to hear that it's getting some proper legs. And that apparently it is plans to air in late 2024. So we get oh. series 14, early 2024, unit spinoff late 2024. Hope I'm so. Fine that with sounds that. good. 
I'm fine with Very that. Very fine with that. And it would make up for Series 14 being shorter if we're guaranteed yeah. other Who-themed content uh, that is going to be of a similar age group because Russell T. Davies also said, Who for kids? Not happening again, like Sarah Jane Adventures. The budget isn't there for kids' TV yeah. anymore. If they make a spin-off, it's going to be for all ages. Well, oh. I, I, I think that, but also... I like the idea that just it's going to be a similar audience. You know, it's a shame we won't get kids or, or like different well, age range ones, but I don't even think kids consume content in the same, in the same way no, anymore, right? you're absolutely right. It's all just iPads and YouTube, so who cares? Yeah, um, TikToks. And TikTokies. Um, but the, did you hear that the, um, you know, that Monsters spin-off thing that we were talking about a while ago is going to be animated? Mm. Did you hear about that? Someone... I did hear that, but that does make more sense. Someone said online that they, I don't know, it's just Twitter, so who, I could be. <laughs> My you know, source is that I made it up. <laughs> um, but they, but they said that they were working on it and that it was animated and they seemed credible. Okay. So there you go. I mean, I'm all for That'd it. Be very cool. It's just going to be like to make an anthology, animated, like in terms of mm. getting talent, because all you got to do is put them in a voice booth. Yeah, literally. So. Mm. Anyway, we'll so uh, in typical Who's There fashion, we'll be talking about the news for a little while. A lot of us, a lot of it was spent on Doomsday, you know? I mean, they That's spent fine. as long on Doomsday as the stories will. Um, but we're going to talk about Series 4 writers, Crispy. Oh. That's what we're going to chat about today. Because oh. yeah. I, I thought this would be a, a nifty little idea. A nifty little idea. So, here's our premise, ladies and gentlemen. We know Series 14 has eight episodes. Okay? We know Rusty Davies is the showrunner and one of the executive producers in, co- in conjunction with uh, Phil Collinson and Julie Gardner. What we don't know is who any of the other writing talent that's been brought on to back up Rusty Davies would be. But we did ask you via a poll in our last episode because there was a bit of a potential leak that came out that to say it sent the community into a flurry is is understating it because, wow, there was a very clear split on people liking and disliking this idea. Mm -hmm. But apparently it is rumoured Stephen Moffat will return to write one episode for Series 14. Crispy, I'm going to put a gun to your head. Um... Hang on, hang on. I want a quick answer. Do you think the leak is made up for no reason or not? Uh, Does I it think, have any substance? I think it's got some substance. I think it's got legs. Ooh. But here's here's my crazy theory adding to adding to this. I think it'll be for series 15, not series 14. That's what I would agree with you 100%. Mm. I think it's being put out there. I mean, Stephen Moffat made it quite clear. He, he, he said he, he didn't want to go back to Doctor Who. For, like, to, he wouldn't show run, certainly. But he said he didn't want to write. That could just easily be him just, like, sh- like signing he, the idea. And he, going, the no, man has yeah. lied in the, the press about Doctor Who many a time you for know, our exactly. enjoyment. All he has to do is think of one good story. It's not like he has to carry a whole series anymore with plot arcs no. and stuff. He, he, there's, like, you're seriously telling me that since Twice Upon a Time in 2017, over the last five and a half years... He's not sat there once and gone, do you know what, that'd be a cracking episode of Doctor Who, that. Oh, yeah. He's, he's done that at least once. Oh, absolutely. He'd be at a coffee shop and then, I don't know, see a, a, a biscuit and be like, I'm going to make a story about that. What if the biscuits ate us, you know? Yeah, like, what if... What if the, exactly. <laughs> well, Moffat's really good at if, taking like these really strange concepts. What if the calories counted humans? Oh, my gosh. Yeah, Coming go. soon Damn. from Stephen Moffat. So... On YouTube, out of 379 votes, we asked, do you think Stephen Moffat will return to write an episode for Series 14? Mm. 79% said yes. Wow. A lot 21% of pe- said no. A lot of people like this. Yeah. Whereas on uh, Spotify, only 15 votes, so less of a sample size, you know, for the mathematicians out there. But 53% say yes, 47% say no. Hmm. So mm. I think the general consensus, based on purely voting numbers, is that yes, he's coming back for Series 14. But I'd wager... 15 is more likely. Well, here's the thing, because these leaks have started coming coming out now, but uh, Davis has said for a long, long time that he, like, Series 15 is well into the production of their scripts. 
like well into the production of their scripts. Like he was writing something recently. I can't remember. He was at a talk talking about the environment. Yep, he's he already writing series yeah. fifteen. Yeah. So I I wouldn't be surprised if you know he texted his best mate Moff and was like, "I need you for an episode." And he's like, "I've got the calorie counting episode. Don't worry about it. Don't worry." Yeah, about exactly. It. Exactly. So, we'll see. Beautiful. We'll see. Beautiful. Mm. Yeah, exactly. Sam, we just wanted to touch on that because now what we're going to do is we're going to try and have a bit of a chat about who we think could come back as a writer, oh. how much we think will be new talent. Oh. We're going to try and reach some kind of balance here. Okay. So, we need to set the goalposts first, Crispy. Okay. There are eight episodes in series 14. How many do you think Russell T. Davies is going to be writing? Half. You think half? You think mm-hmm. four? Bang mm-hmm. in the middle? That seems like a reasonable estimation, because if we do have uh, a two-part finale, which I hope Russell brings back, I miss those. I miss those dearly. Sure uh, and judging from some of the filming blocks on Wikipedia, uh, episodes four and five filmed back-to-back with a director by the name of Dylan Holmes Williams. Someone else I also saw was announced on uh, earlier, you could find the IMDb, has been cast in just episodes four and five. So that, that leads to the theory that that could be a two-parter. Mm. So we've got that. So that means four and five, seven and eight could be two-parters. And then you've got... Uh, four solo single episodes between them who knows uh, but if we have a couple of two-parters you know it could be that Russell writes the final two-parter we know that he's writing uh, wait was it episode four that he said was the best episode of the series yeah and that's the thing like some people are saying oh like he's not, he hasn't written that one he's just seen a draft of it like I don't know but I think if that's the case yeah wouldn't he write the second part if it's a two-parter that could, well, that could mean he's writing know. five episodes of the eight which seems a bit excessive well he, I reckon maybe like here's a guess he'll write the opener maybe episode four and then the two-part finale that's what I'm thinking but if he mm. writes four and it is a two-parter then it'd be a bit strange for him to pass the writing off to someone else for the second half do you know what I mean yeah Oh, definitely. It's not the first time it's happened in Who, though, so I wouldn't be... When was the last time that happened? Like, the the Monk Trilogy. (laughs) The Monk Trilogy? Yeah, but that was... Loose. Yeah, I suppose. I think they were all kind of like... They were a trilogy, but they were all kind of like... It was like Star Wars films, right? They were connected, but they were all kind of like their their own thing. I guess, yeah. Well... More the original trilogy, not the prequels and the sequels, but... Well, actually, the sequels is the best example yeah, of that, because they all have different would be the best example. But, yeah. <laughs> Which I still like all three films. <clears throat> Star Wars films got fans got angry for me saying that. But I... Yeah, it's, it's difficult. So, let's say he's doing four episodes, right? He's doing the opener, he's doing a two-part finale, he's doing yeah. one in the middle, probably episode four. He's, he's already gone about how much he likes that. So, we have got four episodes spare that we need to assign to writers. So here's my next question, Crispy. Okay. Here's my next question. How many are going to be written by returning talent? How many are going to be written by new talent? Here's the thing, because we're in a very strange place in Doctor Who, because we're in the middle of this nostalgia fest. Mm Because Russell is very much enjoying the idea of bringing back various parts of talent from the Hooniverse. First example Mm -hmm. we have, Rachel Talalay, however you say her name, for the 60th. That was a big dub, a big win. A lot of people were like, whoa, she's one of the best things Doctor Who's like had in years. And now we get her in a Russell T. Davis era. Check. But then we also have to remember that the directors in like two of the directors for the 60th are new to Doctor Who as well. So I think, Mm -hmm. as I said before, Russell will play it 50-50. And going off the episode that he will take 50% of the episodes, that means I think we'll get two new writers and two returning writers. That is my, my game theory right there. But I don't know. What do you think? I don't know how much the listeners are going to appreciate us agreeing on so many things, but it's exactly what I was thinking. Uh. I was thinking you're going to get either two of each 
or one returning and three new. Because I know that Russell is bringing in a lot of new people director-wise, so I wonder if he's going to try and do the same thing writer-wise. Mm. I think like out of, if he does write four episodes, out of the four that are left over, you definitely want to have a majority of returning writers. I highly doubt that. No. I'd be very surprised. If he does spin that, however... He might do it for the first series, then bringing fresher talent as, as the stories evolve, maybe. Maybe. Split it that way. I don't know. But I think a, a half and half split would be about right. Mm. I think, possibly. Mm. You know, so I've, I've got questions ready for this, Chris. This was my idea, so I've got things set up. I've got an organisational plan here. Yeah. Maybe. What are you typing? What are you looking up? I'm just... Because Russell very much likes having a network of go-tos that he likes. He loves his Murray Golds. He loves his, you know, Moffats or whatever. And I'm just wanting to look at, like, some of his recent collaborators. Um, you know, but I think he wrote all of It's a Sin. and He did. Who, did he write all of Years and Years? 99.9% sure. Problem yeah. is, he, the shows that he works on, like, he usually does, he's writing it. It's not really, like, a big show like Doctor Who where there's, yeah. like, lots of lots writing of various lines parts. passing the baton between each other, yeah. Okay, well, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. So, basically, you Googled and you found nothing. I found nothing. Well, I ch- I, I typed into um, AI who will write the episodes of Series 14 for Doctor Who. You want to know what they said? What did they say? <laughs> You're not going to like it. Here we what? go. Um, nothing has officially been announced. Sorry? <laughs> you asked an AI? I did ask an AI just to see what they thought. Oh, um, no. They said, uh, "Who I asked uh, who will be writing the episodes. They said, it is likely that uh, Chris Chibnall will be involved in writing some or all <laughs> of the episodes as he has been the main writer for the series since taking over in 2018. Other writers who have co- contributed recently to the show, such as Vinay Patel and Ed Heim, who I would not be opposed to returning in series 14. That would be a Chad move from Russell, by the way. Um, hey, hey, well, you, you're, stealing me, you're stealing me questions. Good careful, oh, careful. I'm sorry, sorry. Um, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm getting my gun out. I'm getting the gun out. Again, 3D printed spot on YouTube. AI just said, ultimately. <laughs> Sorry, I accidentally said this. Sorry, Spotify, YouTube, panic. I was like, no, I meant what? don't panic. Oh, I said it panic. Was gone. Panic. And I said panic backstage. Yeah, demonetize us. Um, it's becoming a regular prop. I don't like that. Um, but yeah, yeah so, so they, they don't know. They don't know either. Nobody knows. That's why we're here. We're I think Russell would know. Baby. Surely. Okay, well, you know what? I think you would know. It's been bugging what? me. I want to just pause the podcast for a second. Well, we are well, actually pausing the episode. I want to ask you quickly. Who signed that Exterminate poster behind you on the wall? It's Peter Davison. Oh, very cool. Very cool. When I met him and interviewed him, wearing this yeah, very T-shirt. When you, uh, when you met Peter no. Davison, did he wait for you at the Comic-Con because he knew you wanted an autograph and then specifically didn't leave on time because he knew that you were coming and then went, I've got to wait for this one guy? No, but we hung out. And so did me and Peter Davison. Did you get a photo with him in his costume? No. This is but just an I, ego boost contest now. I don't like this. I don't like this. Ben Ben Fo- Ben Foster, Peter Davison, and I watched YouTube for a bit. So what of it? I I saw Jodie Whittaker so many times that she asked me if I was sick of queuing. David Tennant is my dad. David Tennant ate my face. Uh, clip. And that's going to be a, 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 a short. That's going to be a YouTube short TikTok there. Just the the, the little battle the ego there. Trip. Little, uh, yeah. There's a term I'd use to describe, but it contains a swear word, so I can't use it. Mm. Um, but you know what I'm thinking of. Yeah. And I think uh, I think most people probably do. They probably don't. Anyway, so that's a nice little sideline. Should have had elevator music in there. So, Crispy, I'm going to give you... There's two doors, okay? Oh. 
Okay. There is door number one and door number two. We're going to go through both doors. Right. But you have to pick which one we go through first. Door number one or door number two? Door number two, please. Door number two. Oh, interesting, interesting. So, uh, are there any particular writers you've seen for other shows, other films, other people who've written scripts recently? doesn't matter how unfeasible it is that they come on board, you know? Any people you've seen penning stories recently you like that you'd like to see take the reins of an episode or two of yeah. Doctor Who? I mean, I've think? always liked Black Mirror, so what's his name? Charlie Brooker? Charlie, Charlie Brooker. Yeah. Oh, he'd be brilliant. I think that, that's been a rumour for a while. I mean, maybe just fan like speculation that um, mm. that would, they would like to see them write for Doctor Who. And I very much would. I very, very much would. He is. Could be a very see, dark story. <laughs> the funny thing with Charlie Brooker is I didn't know him as like a dramatic writer because he mm. used to have a comedy show called Charlie Brooker's Weekly Wipe where he'd take like a satirical look back on the news. Really? And dark jokes, that kind of thing. Yeah. And wow. that's where... Have you ever seen Philomena Kong? No, no. No, she's the... the she, her real name's Diane Morgan. She's a ginger lady who does, like, interviews, and she asks really stupid questions, like, really, like... Like, I haven't got a brain-level questions, but it's done for, like, comedy. You've probably seen her and not known the name, but her, that character was introduced in his show as well. In Weekly oh, wow. Um, so it was a, a big thing, and I, I remember watching that and loving that. So knowing that he wrote Black Mirror, I was like, wow, so he does, like drama stuff as well okay cool but he is someone yeah i'd love to see take on Doctor so he's got comedy chops as well he has got comedy and can write you know a really dark sci-fi story i mean he fits the bill very well Mm. sometimes people fit the bill when you don't even know it because Mm. i mean did you see earlier that john boyega was asked in an interview i did see that what did he say i'd love to be in doctor who yeah look at him on yeah he said that they're making great he said that doctor who's setting a a good trend for casting diversity with chuti gatwa and he said Mm. you know i'd love to be in the show I'd love to be on it, so let's get let's get him in there and then I, give him a lightsaber like he to. should have had in Rise of Skywalker. Um, that's two Star. That's a lot of Star Wars, references, Star Wars today. references. Strange, yeah. Strange. Just, I just get a lightsaber out and just start swinging it on the episode. He um he should have been in a Jody episode so they could have an Attack on the Block reunion, which would have been cool. Oh, that would have been cool. <laughs> that would have been really cool. That would have been really cool. Um, but yeah, so Charlie Brooker. Anyone else come to mind that you can think of? Just re- like not in the Doctor Who world. In completely separate to Doctor Who world, so like a script writer that <sighs> you've tough. seen. Because what I've been watching recently is both The Sandman and Good Omens, both of which are written by Neil Gaiman, but I can't see him coming back to Doctor Who. Um, oh, gosh, mm. I'm trying to think. So of... he technically falls under return, returning talent anyway. But yeah. if you want to stick with that kind of theme, okay. imagine, and this is this is me going crazy. Oh, gosh. Right? This is me going far onto another spectrum. It's never right. going to happen. Right. Imagine an episode of Doctor Who penned by Tim Burton. Oh, whoa, 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 whoa. Imagine hold, hold how your horses, amazing son. that would be. Hold your horses. That would be strange. Str- written, gonna, not, written, not directed. I'm just going to actually just... Mom, I'm giving you a minute to just go, oh my God, I'd love that. Hang on. There you go. Perfect. She's a massive Tim Burton fan, even bigger than I am. So she'll have heard me say that and got very excited. Um, so there you go. That's just for you. But no, genuinely, and it's not just because I watched Wednesday recently... I love Tim Burton stuff. You know that. Oh yeah. I would very much love to see him take on something with Doctor. Is he? Is he it's, a big? Like said, is he a big? Never going to happen. But he, well, he's he, he's penned. This is the thing. He pens some of the stuff, and then he direct just directs some stuff. Right. So like, it depends on the project you look at. How much he was involved from the writer's perspective. Mm. He's normally more of a director, but he has written some stuff before. Um, let's actually have a look. Which ones has Tim Burton written as opposed to directed? Because I actually am interested by this. Um, I'd love to see him direct so, an episode. Yeah, that would be probably more feasible, I suppose, wouldn't it? Mm. Um, 
filmography. Uh, well, I want to see Tim Burton filmography. Did it tell you? Ah, look at that. Writers credits. Um, oh wow! Now that is interesting. So I am. I'm actually really surprised by that. I'm going to have to take my statement back. Oh. Uh, his entire list of feature films. He does not have a single yes for writer's credits, other than he helped with the story on Edward Scissorhands, Nightmare Before Christmas, and Frank and Weenie, and aided with the characters on Corpse Bride. But there is not a definitive yes in any of his films for writing. There's a yes in everything bar Nightmare Before Christmas for directing, Mm. uh, and a yes in quite a few for production. Um, So that's interesting. Whereas in TV, uh, he's written... He wrote Stain Boy in 2000, whatever that is. He didn't write a single episode of Wednesday. Yeah, I thought he just was like a producer or directed a couple episodes. Well, there you go. So, I take it back. Uh, So, can we talk about directors this episode? And I say I'd love Tim Burton. Well, there's another one that I always thought was going to direct an episode of Doctor Who. And that was Peter Jackson. Do you remember that at all? The Peter Jackson yeah, conversation. Peter Jackson. He was and Edgar Wright. That nearly happened as well. Oh, and him. Edgar Wright was Edgar Wright was supposed to direct Rose back in the day, and he refused. Hang on, crispy. Mm. Do you smell that? What, what do I smell? It smells like a potential future episode to me. Oh, directors. The directors. Mm. The directors that never were. Yeah, the directors Ooh. never were, or just Ooh. series fourteen directors or future directors mm. doing like this, but a directors mm. version. Ooh. Let's put a pin in it. Ooh. So, any other writers you can think of. I need to see if I can think of one now that actually fits the bill. Yeah, crikey. I've, I've already thought of two right. I mean, thing, I, I would happily of... write an episode. I'll <laughs> exactly, give it a go. yeah. We'll write one together. Two mm. of us. Oh, that so would be so... Can you imagine... Like Andy, I was in... Imagine the opening oh. credits and it's just, you know, Crispy Pro and Troy Red Archer Red Archer Live. It may... Amazing, yeah. No, the idea that came to mind for that, like, who, like, screenwriters you love is because, I don't know if you've seen, but the writers behind Everything Everywhere All at Once, yeah. uh, the Daniel Brothers, mm. I think they're called, they were announced, they were direct, they directed one episode of Star Wars, uh, Skeleton, Skeleton Crew, Crew, I think yeah. it's called. Yeah, it's another Star Wars live action series. And they put a thing up going, you know, everyone's saying we've been swallowed by the machine. No, we just wants to work, do a bit of Star Wars. We did an episode, you know? So it's writers yeah. you didn't expect, or directors you didn't expect working with somebody you didn't expect. So sometimes these things can cross over. So, you know, I can say Tim Burton won't ever happen, but you never know. Oh, you we, never know, we, realistically. We never know. There, I think there's going yeah. to be some crazy talent involved with series mm. 14 i think it's a very much a time for experimentation but very strategic experimentation i think russell definitely knows what he's doing so all right then crispy yeah mate door number two you, you your business is finished so you're back oh, outside see you later door number two shot all right so now you have to step through door number one. Oh no and door number one door number one i can't even get the words out is asking you which returning writers would you most like to see and or think would be a better fit for series 14 you could answer either or both of those whether it's personal preference or subjective uh, non-subjective sorry objective perspective as to who you think would be better to go to come on who would you say i mean it's it's a it's a tough one i have, I have always one immediately you have one immediately mm-hmm. did you want to go or you want me to go no, go on. You've you've always. I want to know what you've always done. What have you always done? Well, I've always enjoyed uh, a Toby Whithouse story. Always. Let's have a little look. I Let's I very look. much enjoy um, their work. I think my favorite piece of writing they've done is probably the Gog Complex, and I think they're some of the best looking episodes. Weirdly enough, but maybe that's just me. Maybe that's just me. Uh, he wrote the following stories: School Reunion, yeah. The Vampires of Venice, mm-hmm. The God Complex, A Town Called Mercy. 
under the lake and before the flood and the lie of the land. Yeah. I I I don't know. I think I think they're a strong a strong rider. Um and I'd, I'd happily welcome them back. And they have worked <gasps> with Russell wasn't. T before. He what? He was the series creator of Being Human. You're having a laugh. Was he? He was the series creator of Being Human and wrote 17 of the show's 37 episodes. That's mad. I don't even know what Being Human is. Did what? you never watch... Oh, that is like quintessential British TV. Do you remember, you know, Russell Tovey? Mm-hmm. Him, Aidan Turner, uh, yeah. who's in Lemons, 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 which, by the way, yeah. I'm seeing in two days. Ooh, exciting. <laughs> um, yes, yeah, so we'll have seen it by the time this episode goes out. So him and... I can't remember the girl's name. What was her name? Because I've seen her in something else more recently. Um, what was her name? What was her name? I'm not doing her... Uh, Lenora Critchlow? That's her name. Um, what has she been recently? Uh, but they, the three of them together played a vampire, werewolf, and a ghost cool. that all lived together in a house in London. Nice. And like, they interacted with the, like supernatural like things. and it, it was a bit like a mix of like a drama and a comedy, and it yeah. was just... It was phenomenal. And like a couple of cast members like dipped in and came back out as it went along. But she was absolutely brilliant in that. All three of them are brilliant in it, to be honest. Mm. What have I seen her in recently? Because I know she's been in something that I'm forgetting. I have no idea. I don't I don't see it immediately. So I'm embarrassing myself there. Apologies. Maybe I saw something else she was in and just went, oh, I know her. But So Toby Whithouse created that series. So I'm therefore with you. Uh, yeah, get him in on it. Get, yeah. him, get him right in. Please. Yeah. I feel like it's just a, like a, a, safe, a safe choice. It's not like, yes, mm. it needs to be. But if you want a, if you want a decent story... Get, get my boy Whithouse on. Easy no man. worries. No worries. I agree. He also wrote one episode of Torchwood, Greeks Bearing Gifts, but I don't know... What? Seven episode of the first series. Um, I don't even... I watched a bit of Torchwood last night. I had a great wow, time. Wow, some weird alien-looking thing. It looks a bit like one of the aliens out of Sarah Jane Adventures. I don't know. Anyway, so, Toby Whithouse. Very good shout. You ready for mine? Yes, sir. Bring it. There's no one better I would pick from the more recent years of Doctor Who mm. to write back. In fact, possibly Ooh. for all of modern Doctor Who, someone who I think has popped up recently and has wowed everybody. Maxine Alderton. You Cha-ching. must have seen this coming. Cha-ching. Yeah, that, that was Writer also... Writer of both The yeah. Haunting of Villa Diodati and The Village of the Angels. You, like, you can't... They're both just absolutely phenomenal. Yeah. They're both fantastic episodes of Doctor Who. Very, very and, fun stuff. You know, regardless of what people think of Chibnall as a writer or Chibnall series or any of that stuff, you will often see people saying that her stuff was peak. It was really good. It's so funny. Do you, have you ever seen JXE's, like, well, five-hour-long video on the, the fall of Doctor no Who? No disrespect to JXE. You couldn't pay me to watch a five-hour <laughs> video about the fall of Doctor Who. I haven't got that much I have a, I haven't. I haven't seen all of it, but I went to the end, um, and they spend a long time talking about, like, how peak Vil- Haunting of Vila Diodati is. Really? Yeah. Oh, they, they, they like, absolutely adore it. They're like, is this, it all this is what... video? No, it's a very, it's like an incredibly like analytical view on why the Chibnall era did not like live up to the six or could have been so much more or whatever. It's quite, it's a good watch. It's very well done. It's not just hating on it, but yeah, they, like I think like the last half hour is purely on the haunting of Villa Diodati being like, this is what the series should have been. Because All right, the- I'll watch the last bit. Yeah, last yeah literally. Bit. Um, and I completely agree. I think Haunting is like one of the best of Jodie's era. Village is one of the best of Jodie's era. And would happily welcome them back to the, the world of Doctor Who with Shooty and Millie. Why not? See what happens. Easily. 
Thank you. She wrote something absolutely fantastic in both of those episodes. Mm. She she came right in. She knew what she was doing. I mean, she was a writer for Emmerdale, I believe. I remember hearing this somewhere. Uh-huh. Um, and she wrote like 180 episodes of Emmerdale or something. Um, oh, there you go. Alston graduated to writing for the long-running ITV soap opera Emmerdale, writing over 120 episodes since 2013. Oh and winning Best Writer at the Royal Television Society Yorkshire Awards in 2017. Um, Good start. So, yeah. So, she... Like you, to write for a soap, I mean, soaps have got off consistently like semi-decent to good writing in every single episode for Amadell mm. five days a week. Like that's no small task. I mean, you can obviously argue that some soaps are better than others. Um, well, I won't, I won't name names. EastEnders. Um, oh, sorry, as not good. Um, that's just my opinion. Um, sorry, I just I is that where Millie came you from? Like EastEnders, valid, but it's what is that where Millie was before this? Yeah, no, she was in Coronation Street. Oh gosh, I can't keep up with which, all of it. Coronation Street used to be one that I really liked. I feel like that's dipped off a little bit. My mum and I both just don't really care. I don't watch a lot of soaps anymore anyway, but Emmerdale is just, it's peak. Always nice. has been. Nice. Nice bit of a Yorkshire village. You know, last bit of drama ah, in Yorkshire. Terrible good. accent. Terrible accent. I'm going to move on quick before this accent sticks for too long. Scared so, uh, Crispy, who else are we having on? Sorry, i got to stop. So, who else are we picking as returning talents? Should we try and pick one more each? Yeah, for sure. Let's say... No Stephen Moffat. We've talked about him. We think he's probably going to come back series he'll 15. Pro- he'll probably we be there. We both agree one of the best writers Doctor Who's ever had. We don't need to go down that road. We know that that's a separate argument. So non-Stephen Moffat. We've had Toby Whithouse. We've had Maxine Alderton. Who do you go for next? Uh, I'm going to go for... How do I say his name? How do I... Richard Curtis. Ooh, okay. So give us the... Spill the beans. What's he written? I think they, they only wrote the one Van Gogh episode and it still has, like, oh. it's it's always in conversation about Doctor Who. Mm-hmm. The one episode my girlfriend has, like, really seen and loved was that one because it's, like, everywhere. People are talking about that. It's viral on TikTok. 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 <laughs> viral on TikTok. TikTok. Every other day. Um, and I, th- I thought that was a beautiful story and it's a, it's a crime that they haven't come back to the show. I'm pretty sure that's what they wrote. Am I mistaken? I'm pretty sure that was it. Uh, yeah, I think it was the only one as far as I know. Yeah, I think I think um, that was it. I'm just having a look through some other names to see who else we can pick out, to be honest with you. Um, so, Richard Curtis. Yes, there we are. Richard Curtis uh, only wrote one episode in 2010 titled Vincent and the Doctor. <laughs> and they were an executive producer on the official Doctor Who BBC parody, The Curse of the Fatal Death. Did you know that? Oh, wow. I did not yeah. know that. Fair enough. Talent. Fair enough. Talent. Wow. Um, that's interesting. I didn't realise Robert Sherman was on- only wrote Dalek, the Dalek episode of Series 1, oh. and never wrote another episode again. Why? Interesting. Why yeah. do people do this? Do they just not get arsed back? I mean, like, probably. Probably. The schedule fills up very um, easily, so I'd So you're going imagine. for Richard Curtis? Yeah, please. All give right. us another phenomenal right. episode. I'm going to give you... I've got a couple of options here, and I'm... I'm torn between who to. Are giving me more doors? There's two. No, there's two. There's two writers, but there's one I definitely want to argue for first, okay. and that is Paul Cornell. Okay, what have they? What's their previous work? He is the writer of Father's Day mm. of Series One mm. fame, and also the phenomenal two-parter Human Nature and the Family of Blood. I didn't realize they wrote Father's Day as well as that. I thought he did. I thought so that that was how to break your wow. heart, basically. <laughs> and they were they were the one that novelized the Seventh Doctor Human Nature story. Yeah, because he if you didn't know that actually, yeah, Paul Cornell originally wrote Human Nature as a story for the Seventh Doctor. Rusty he saw it and went, "Can you adapt this for series 3?" And he was like, "Yeah." So no worries. 
Gosh. Yeah, he's like, no worries. Do it, do it with a, with a nice, with a, a bit of bread and butter as well. You know, mm, delicious. Delicious. Fantastic. Gosh, I'm hungry and now. And we all lapped it up because television. Peak. Like Martin Scorsese says cinema, television. Yeah, we should, we, that, we should coin that We now. should do that. That should television. be our bit now. Television. <laughs> yeah, fantastic. So, yeah, Paul Cornell and special uh, final little shout out just to Sarah Dollard, um, mm-hmm. who wrote Face the Raven and Thin Ice. Thin Ice, granted, not one of the greatest episodes of Doctor Who. I still think it's good. It's still, still enjoy it. Still fun. Face the Raven is also Face the Raven television. It takes. It takes. I feel like personally, maybe I'm just easily impressed, but I think it takes skill to write a convincing story that then gets spun in its head halfway through. Because it's meant mm. to be this detective story. Oh, yeah. And then all of a sudden it spins to, oh, by the way, Clara's dying. The next 20 minutes are about Clara dying. But you didn't see that coming, but Clara's no. dying. Also, shout out to having Letitia Wright in that episode. So weird to think Shuri, yeah, the new Black Panther, was in Doctor Who. For Wild. The strangest if you didn't already realise that, she was the, 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 what was the species name? Who had the face the on two, the side. The two one. heads, yeah, I don't know. I want to say Volus, Volus, that's a species in Mass Effect, so I'm going crazy. What was the name of the... I don't um, know. I couldn't tell you. Try. I'm reading it. I'm reading it. Just, just, just. Okay. Pass some time. Pass some time. Okay, I'll pass uh, some time. Talk over it at least. Come on, give us something. Powered by Riverside. I am really? a little man singing with some space jazz. Okay, I can't. La, la, I can't. La, 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 yeah, no. La. The, the woman. No, I can't find. I can't find the speaker's okay. name. It'll be somewhere. It'll be somewhere. Someone but in the comments are screaming. You know, yeah, yeah. Someone's screaming. Someone's screaming. Someone knows this stuff. Someone knows it. Um, but yeah. So Face the Raven was phenomenal, and I want to see Sarah Dollard write something else. Thank you very much. Yeah. And they're also Aussie, so represent. Never mind, I don't want to see a race no. anymore. I've got enough Australians from you. Shrimps um, on the Barbie. Shooty, put a shrimp on the Barbie, Barbie movie, mate. And also Vidé Patel, who wrote Future of the Jadoon, oh, and Chris Chibnall. Vid. And That's, yeah. also wrote... Uh, Demons of the Punjab, I believe. I Which is one of, of the Punjab. greatest Jody episodes, by the way, just quietly. Let's just double-check that. I'm pretty sure and it is. I'm pretty Patel. sure it is. Yeah, Demons of the Punjab, Future of the Jadoon. I think that's a good point to uh, wrap up there. Oh, so, cool. Crispy. Yeah, man. Who's our dream team? Let's assemble some names. Who's Avengers our dream series 14 team? Assemble. Avengers Assemble. So, okay. for, uh, Rusty Davies is writing four episodes. We're saying that. Yeah, let's say it. Right off the Who bat. Who are the four we bring back, we cast as new, that you would like most? Oh, gosh. Obviously, this is not going to be the real list, because who we cast is almost definitely not going to get picked. If we all. predict this, I will buy you a burrito. Lightsaber. A burrito lightsaber, correct. No, go go big or go home. It's not going to happen, so you may as well say you'll buy me a lightsaber. All right, fine. I will buy you a big burrito lightsaber. No, a lightsaber. I'm really hungry and I have a burrito in the fridge, which is why I keep bringing that up. Anyway. I really don't appreciate that because I've just started my diet again. Uh, and sorry. I can't eat anything else today now. I'm, I'm so sorry. My calories. I know, by the way, before anyone says it, calorie deficit diets are not the way to go, but trust me. I am such a fussy eater. You couldn't, you couldn't pay me to eat half the stuff on a healthy diet. So I, this is my only way, and it, it like it's it's my, that way or the highway. It's this, that way or this is the I way. End up, I end up being too big again. I can't, I can't have that. I don't want oh, to put mate. too much weight. You're, you're bloody scared. perfect, mate. You're perfect the way you are. Don't worry about it, brother. I don't want to go over oh, the weight limit. Um, sorry, that was terrible. That's that was fine. awful. Um, but yeah, so who are we picking? Uh, are we going Charlie Brooker? Are you sticking with Charlie Brooker? All right. Episode one, Russell T Davis. Okay. Episode two, coming in hot with Charlie Brooker. Right. Okay. That's what we're doing. Episode right. three. Ooh, 
Let's keep it traditional. Oh, no, maybe not. Oh, I don't know. P- put Neil Gaiman in there. Why not? Just for fun. Neil Gaiman. Just wow. for fun. Okay. It's not going to happen because I think Man said he's never coming back to Doctor Who after his experience on Nightmare and Silver, but that's regardless. Uh, episode four, Russell T. Davis slug episode. Episode <laughs> Life slug reaction. Episode five. Hmm. Oh. Maxine. Why not? Check Maxine, Maxine in there. Maxine Alderton. Okay. All right. And then help me out with this last one, Troy. I don't know. I, 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 I don't know. I don't know who Episode I want. Episode six, Toby Whithouse. Oh, Mr. Whithouse. I, I would have hesitated. I would have swapped Toby and Maxine. I would have had Toby finish off yeah. episode five. Yeah. And have Maxine do a, a unique story at six to try and start to wrap things up like Haunting of Villa Diodati. Nice. Yes. Good point. Yeah. All right. Do that. Actually, actually, if you think about it, she wrote the third to last episode in both the seasons she was involved in. My goodness. You are absolutely... All right. Well, then... So there you go. Sure She's third bet. to last again in series 14. That's a sure six. bet. And then episode seven and eight. Who's writing them? The uh, big daddy Rossity. And he'd be delighted to. He'd be delighted. I hate how that's our ongoing delighted. quote for Ross's here. It's just him going, I'd be delighted. I'd be delighted. Can't even do the accent very well. If he ever hears <laughs> he's going to kill us. You know that, right? We, we, we were like, oh, can you put a massive slug in the episode? He'd be like, I'd be delighted. <laughs> <laughs> can the slug suck people up? I'd be delighted to. I'd write. be delighted. I'd be delighted. <laughs> we, actually, we actually... Scared me there. Problem. Shut up. So, ladies and gentlemen... That is a wrap to episode 52 Woo-hoo-hoo! of Who's Podcast. What oh, are we yeah. calling it? This is Dream series four, who, Doctor Who series who 14. Series, who who oh, will who's... write for series 14? Yeah, yeah, Boom. yeah. Boom. Who will Boom. write for series 14? Mm. Boom. Boom. Bah. Bah. Boom. You're done now. Yeah. Yeah, we're doing... Are we doing Man's Not Hot in 2023? Hot, is that what we're doing? Hot. Yeah, correct. Is that what we're doing? Yeah. Really? That's the state of this podcast. I still know all the words to it. Don't make me sit here and do all the words. Two plus two years, four minus one. That's yeah, frequent math. So, ladies and gentlemen, next week we will be talking about what, Crispy? Well, there's various things that could happen. I haven't nailed an interview time, but potentially we have an interview talking about Disney Plus things because I have a rather big video essay coming out. Um, oh. But... If not, then we'll be. We will eventually be on a date with Yasmin Khan. Yeah, so it's either one of those. So keep keep your your butts on the edge of your seat because it's going to be a wild time. It's going to be a wild time. Remember that episode fifty four in two weeks' time is Troy and Matt Smith. So uh, gosh, and then after that will be a very special video with Crispy meeting someone as well and walking around town with them. Janet Fielding. Yeah. I'm so excited. Baby, we'll see. Please get to record a video to shout out to me. Please, I'm begging you. I I can ask. We'll see. We'll see what I can do. Nothing Um, is confirmed just yet. And also, there's some some other people going to that that might be good for uh, a video or something. Anyway, I'll tell you about it after this. Okay. Okay. All right. Um, I was just going to say, it's so funny because Liverpool Comic Con has been tweeting out going... Oh, you know, the the Wednesday guests have almost sold out. Emma Mize has almost sold out. Hunter doing blah, blah, blah. They haven't mentioned once about Matt Smith nearly selling out. So oh. you can still buy his autographs. They must, I think they were like 80% sold or something like that. You can still buy an autograph and I'm still crispy. I'm like that close to asking for a second autograph purely to get him to sign have sex on something Morbius related. <laughs> I'm so close. I, I cannot begin to express to you. Oh, hang on. Oh. <gasps> Oh, what what has he found? They've changed it. He has. Matt Smith has sold out of things. Oh. It doesn't say... Right, so normally it says Saturday photograph or Saturday autograph. It just says Saturday now. 
I don't know what's left over. Is it a photo? Is it an autograph? I don't mm. know, man. I couldn't Maybe tell Maybe I you, can't man. get him to have sex. Oh, my God. Wait, gosh. that doesn't sound right. <laughs> that doesn't sound right. Hang on. Let's, let me press OK, and then if I go to the checkout, I might see what it is. It's a photograph. He sold out on autos, Crispy. I'm sorry, mate. I'm sorry. He won't be having sex. Oh, mate. He won't be delighted. <laughs> <laughs> oh, gosh. Who I, are we? Who are we? <laughs> I don't know. I hate you. No, you don't. Oh. No, you don't. Yes, I do. Yes, I do. Speaking of, by the way, uh, yeah. we talked about Doom earlier. Uh, the world's greatest assassin. Why would the Doctor want to help save her? And then someone said, well, River Song was a bit of a violent person, so maybe the Doctor will. But no, we'll see. You know, just want to make that point. Just slide that in the end. Um, but there you go. I have no idea how long this episode's been on for. I'm not sure we've actually sure we finished a bit early. Did we finish early, Crispy? No, uh, I reckon we'll, we'll make the hour. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. We'll make the hour. We better had. We need to be giving the people what they want. What do they want? Troy. Uh, shout outs for our new members, which I should have not start the episode. Ah. But, uh, we want to just give a special shout out because I love this. There was a, a comment from Liam Stringer saying that he just found the podcast and, you know, greetings from, I think it was Colorado. Oh, nice. So thank you, Liam. Hello. But he saw the podcast, watched an episode, left a comment, and then immediately became a YouTube channel member. That so is, thank you, Liam. That's the way that to was, do it. Well done. Thank you. That's, wow, we must have made somewhat of an impression. Or maybe they, yeah. maybe they so, pity us. Maybe. But if you are enjoying the podcast uh, on YouTube, you can click the join button. You get a special little badge next to your name. It's uh, pretty exciting stuff. Us, helps keep the podcast going, pay our bills, that kind of thing. Um, and you can also subscribe on Spotify. No one's done that, but if you want to, that would purely be just be to support us. There's not too much out that you get out of it. It's more just to help support the podcast. We need to try and get a bit of a better idea as to what we can do in return for people. You know? Don't worry. We'll have, we'll have a meeting. We'll Maybe have a early meeting. access to podcast episodes, but it depends on how fast we can get them edited. Yeah. That might be a bit too much pressure. We'll see. We'll see. I just want to do a shout out because we haven't done one for a while. So, Three Wheelie Boy, <laughs> Barney the Cockapoo's mom, Maisie, y- you're here again. Uh, Matthias and Liam, all four of you are currently channel members. Thank you all very much for your support. We do greatly appreciate we it. We appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you very much. Yeah. And you know what else I appreciate? What? When you give me your closing comments. So, Crispy, give me them. Uh, my closing comments today is that I want you guys to not worry necessarily about who's writing Series 14 because one thing is for certain is that Russell will be writing at least an episode or two. And you know what? He'd be delighted. So That is for certain. I agree. That absolutely for certain. That is for, for certain, certain. <laughs> as I said. So, when yeah. I get changed, I love to put my shirt in. Yes. Um, oh, I need to put my pants in and my shirt in. Please tuck your shirt in (laughs) Uh, End this episode please Troy You can tell it's late because my brain ain't there anymore (laughs) Ladies and gentlemen thank you for listening to episode 52 of the podcast We'll see you all next week with maybe an interview Maybe dating Mandip Gill If you don't get what we're talking about at this point It's funnier if we just leave it ambiguous Exactly. Um, Something's happening next week You know something is coming What is it we don't know (gasps) Crazy crazy but ladies and gentlemen thank you very much we will see you all next week in episode 53 of the show where two youtubers get together and talk about doctor who until then it's goodbye from crispy bye and it's goodbye from me goodbye we'll see you all in one week's time until then i'm on z baby i'm on z baby